Hey, look, my tube of you feed says I would like this video about watching people watch people play video games while watching YouTube. Yeah, no. Hello, friends, and uh, welcome in to this, the 166th edition of Fusebox, theoretically entitled Algorithmia. And I'm your number crunching because I just love the taste host, Mark Rose, and uh, over there, twiddling the digital bits like there's no tomorrow <laughs> or a CPAC. <laughs> the prime minister of the multimeter, Milt Keynes, everybody. Uh, thank you kindly, and uh, yeah, don't get me started on that algorithm thing. Oh, oh, we're not only going to get you started, we're going to ride you like a bucking bronco all the way to Googleville, buddy. <laughs> okay, but can you at least buy me dinner first? <laughs> well, of course. Hey, come on. Chivalry is not dead with me, man. I mean, uh... <laughs> No, seriously, friends, uh, yes, among other things, we are going to be chatting about this annoying little item in our daily lives, this thing we, we shouldn't even really be that familiar with uh, outside of the uh, science and uh, math fans out there. This strange but still annoying and somewhat irritating... No, all the time irritating as shit. ...what he said. Yes... The lowly algorithm, that little code formula that makes so many detailed and uh, inevitably incorrect and also marginally illegal decisions uh, about you and I in virtually everything we do online. Yeah, I gotta say, though, you know, once in a while, it does nail it. Yeah, yeah, I'll concede that once in a while. <laughs> a great big blue with tiny wobbling tentacles of a while. At least for me, uh, it will suggest something uh, spot on. Hey, it's, it's the ad scraper thing that burns my burritos. Oh, um, you mean if you've, if you've been to a site looking at something and then you... Yeah, would... and then, yeah and then the next page you go to is filled with that thing you just looked at. Yep, yep. And... You may not have really been looking at that thing on purpose. Maybe you just clicked on it by accident or whatever. Ad tracker software. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm most happy to report is uh, now, for the most part, uh, has been made optional by the newer uh, Apple OSs, both uh, mobile and desktop versions. You have to know where to select the uh, opt-out option, but it is there, and evidently in the new iOS coming out very soon, it will, in fact, alert you to this tracking feature by default, and will give you the opportunity to prohibit such activity. Uh -huh. Well, there's going to be some folks pissed about that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know what? Y you can start 
with the uh, insects at uh, Book of Face. They were all in a tizzy about this cancellation of their lovely spying tools protocol. Why, you might even say they were all abuzz with discontent. Yeah. Seems to me I uh, I read somewhere that uh, they, uh, Facebook were uh, looking at legal action against Apple for implementing this thing or whatever. Yeah, good luck with that. See, Apple did it correctly. It's informed consent, opt-in, opt-out. The OS tells you... You want to be tracked? Because this software you're using right now, masquerading as your bestie, is actually spying the hell out of you. It's up to you, though. At which point you can uh, select to continue or opt out of that. Well, wait a minute now. You see, that would go against Assbook's code of ethics, man. You know, giving you a choice. <laughs> or telling the truth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but be that as it, uh, as it may, the battle continues for your uh, personal data. I'll tell you one of these things that uh, gets me. You know how at uh, times you get these surveys from companies? Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, wanting to know if you like the product or service yeah. or whatever. And also, you know, the, the tell us what we can do to make this thing better, you know? Sure. Yeah, that's actually a smart idea in most cases, provided they actually listen. Yeah, well, well, right. And who knows? They say they do it at times. Yeah, so the thing that gets me is if you want me to give you feedback... And you say it's very important and valuable and all that kind of pig win. Well, then pay us for the time. Give me a percentage off coupon or free download or something. Well, I, I, I see that, especially if there's a, a longer than two minute survey. You know, some of the ones I participated in are like uh, five, ten minutes long and they can ask a, a lot of questions. And uh, I'm not really against them doing that because I think many times... It does help the developer find out what the audience really wants. But, uh, yeah, I, I'd say kicking in, uh, you know, a little appreciation back to the uh, customer would be great. You know, a lot of times, too, that uh, info you fill out for, like, uh, subscriptions and stuff like that, of course, that goes right into a sellable data bank. And you know they are selling that shit six ways to Sunday. But Mr. Keynes, they say they never sell your information. How about some nice beachfront property in Utah? How's the fishing? Oh, it's awesome, bro. Yellowtail Mormons are to die for. Really? No, no. So here's the deal. You know when you see those uh, uh, claims about we never sell your shit to anyone? Yeah. Well, they probably are telling the truth. But the data collection company that collected the data is selling the info, and that's just a simple sleight of hand thing. Well, as usual, uh, buyer beware. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what got me started on this thing in the first place. Japanese pocket squirrel monthly got you on a rodent porn email list. <laughs> no, that actually hasn't happened, uh, thankfully. Although I, uh, I do get some very odd emails by mistake for Milo every once in a while. Uh, and it comes from some military surplus store in uh, Shoes for Industry, California. Oh, oh boy, 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 oh boy. Oh, 
gyros. Yeah. So I have, as uh, many of us have, a, a collection of apps <laughs> that you just don't use. For whatever reason, they, uh, they sounded curious at one time, but ended up being poot. And uh, you just haven't gotten around to uh, tossing them out. Well, one of these apps, and uh, believe me, I would never use this thing for anything ever, for real, never. The how to knit your cat into a comforter app? <laughs> well, just about. I mean, utterly useless for me. I think whatever it was, it came as like a, you know, one of those thank you for reading some blog or some other's bait and switch thing. Anyway, it was free and I, I never used it. Ever. But... Pretty much on a daily basis, I get emails from the company uh, touting this or that and uh, certainly patting themselves on the back for something or another. Then one day, I get this email from them stating that they were sure I'm really loving that app that I never use. And here, try this premium app which does even more of the things you don't need and will never use, and please pay us for this privilege. Now, look, I get it. I get it. You give something away with the idea that after a while you can get folks to support your efforts. Totally get that. It is actually a great idea. But here's the thing. Developers know when you've used an app, opened it, poked around. Why? Because these things, these apps, phone home every time they are accessed. And some of them phone home even without being opened. Yes, another reason to always check the privileges an app has taken by default. Just saying. So, uh, my main beef there was, folks, you know, I haven't used your app in four years why would I pay for something I don't use the free version for now? Well, they're, they're just respecting your privacy, you know. Really? Hell no. Of course, hell no. It just, I don't know, it just struck me as, as odd and, and then quickly annoying that their database was so dim as to not recognize a user from a non-user. Could be just a scattershot marketing attempt, you know? Just do everybody in the database and see who bites. I suppose. Just seems a wee inefficient. But uh, so it goes. You know what I'm seeing on the uh, tube of you recently is that all it takes is to, like, preview a clip. And that subject matter enters your feed, like, super hyper ultra fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. You mean, uh, uh, like, just hovering over the thumbnail image of the clip gets... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I saw this thumbnail, something uh, kind of weird. I couldn't make out what it was, but I hovered over it to see it move, and hopefully it might clue me into what the fuck it was. Well, in this case, it was some kind of bear walking upright down a mountain trail somewhere, and I, I guess it was shot from behind. It was a, a surveillance camera, I think. But hell, the second I refreshed the damn page, <laughs> right? I had 37 different bear walking upright videos. What? No Bigfoot videos? Oh, I'm sure that's next. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that phenomenon is quite, uh, quite common. Now, now, as I said earlier, 
it actually can be great if you're looking for uh, uh, music in particular. I was introduced to some great old uh, Italian prog rock that I had never heard of. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This group called uh, Fusion, and it's spelled with two O's, uh, from back in the 1970s. And uh, if you're a fan of Goblin or uh, PFM, or uh, you'll, you're, you'll love these cats. Uh, also, a group called Nova, again... Just great stuff. Although, uh, those guys seem to explore a lot of different musical territory. Um, the album Vinmana is uh, one of my faves. But we digress. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the uh, algorithmic piddle is spreading ever outward, friends. You know, it's a lot like running from a flood or maybe... A process server. Yeah, our buddy Rudy G's in the news. Yeah, and out of places to hide, it appears. Orange guy attorney and man leaking from both ends on command. Rudy Giuliani spent a uh, week, (laughs) evidently, desperately dodging being served a 1.3 billion-dollar defamation lawsuit filed by Dominion Voting Systems after he uh, publicly suggested that he would welcome the legal challenge. (laughs) This according to the uh, New York Daily News. A source told the Daily News that lawyers for the uh, voting technologies company had uh, hired process servers to hand Giuliani its hefty and I do mean hefty, 107-page lawsuit (laughs) after the lawyer for uh, former President uh, Donald Orange Guy had ignored requests to accept it via email. Yeah, big surprise there. Quoting, After not responding to requests to waive service, Mr. Giuliani evaded in-person service of process for nearly a week said Tom Clare, an attorney for Dominion. It took numerous attempts at both his home and office before we were able to successfully serve Mr. Giuliani on February 10th. (laughs) Uh, In a detailed account of efforts to uh, serve Mr. Giuliani, a source told the Daily News that a doorman had locked the door to the building whenever Giuliani entered the lobby knowing that process servers were looking for the Trump lawyer. According to the Daily News, on, on uh, February 7th, Giuliani hopped into the passenger seat of an SUV and tried to quickly close the SUV door as a process server lunged forward with a bag full of documents that got lodged between the door. <laughs> This is not the way it's supposed to be done. You should have gone to my office, Giuliani said, according to the account. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to go after Biden. (laughs) Uh, A a driver for Giuliani and uh, the doorman pulled the bag of papers free from the SUV door so that Giuliani could close it, and the process server then placed the bag in front of Giuliani's building which the doorman had locked, saying, these documents now belong to Giuliani. But according to the Daily News uh, reporting, the process server saw a maintenance worker 
toss the bag into a street trash can. What the fuck? <laughs> After fishing for the bag of documents in the trash, the process server continued to pursue Giuliani for the next two days at his office and apartment building. Staff at Giuliani's office ignored messages to set up an appointment to hand off the suit. An assistant for Giuliani finally concluded the chase by accepting service on his behalf on February 10th. Holy carp, man. This is like some trashy reality show. (laughs) You can't make this stuff up. I mean, $1.3 billion uh, is a rather hefty sum. Well... Maybe he and that my pillow guy can go halvesies. Bringing together all people in a new era of understanding. Fusebox. It's the show for everybody. Uh, but not everybody will like it. Speaking of nocturnal remissions. Dateline. Lady Lake. A uh, registered sex offender in Florida was arrested earlier this month for allegedly trying to climb into a woman's car, then telling police Google gave him permission to do what he wants. (laughs) William Baston, 38, screamed, Let me in! at a busy intersection in Orange County, Florida, before trying to force his way into the victim's locked car as she waited at a stoplight. Police were called to the scene, and when they arrived, Bastin told them that Google told him it was his day, and he could have anything he wanted without paying. (laughs) Oh, man, I want what he's having. (laughs) William Bastin was released on bond following that incident, but in a really strange twist, was arrested almost immediately and yet again for acting erratically and screaming at Walmart workers. Charges are currently pending against Bastin. Yeah, but the algorithm said I should be king. Well, then here's your crown. Oh, but wait, there's more. Dateline, Deltona. Joseph Roberts was shot by a mother of three after he broke into her house because he thought that dinosaurs were chasing him. (laughs) According to deputies, Joseph Roberts, 32, tried to uh, break into the home around 5.45 a.m. by shattering a front window. The woman inside, a 42-year-old mother with several teenagers in the house, called 911. The mother gave Roberts several verbal warnings to leave. When he didn't, she opened fire. The man was airlifted to Central Florida Regional Hospital in Sanford with injuries not believed to be life-threatening after he was shot in the forearm, lucky for him. Chased by dinosaurs. I mean, you think that maybe a few other folks on that block would have noticed them too, right? I mean... well. This is the F place, Mr. Kane, so uh, if they had seen them, they probably would have been mistaken for the other giant lizards who often bask on their uh, front lawns or swim in their pools and often eat poodles. That's right. 
But last and certainly at the end is this nugget of excellence. In honor of <laughs> conservative radio host Rush Limbaugh, Republican Governor Ron DeSantis <laughs> announced last Friday he would order flags in Florida to be flown at half-staff when Limbaugh's body is laid to rest. Uh, Rush Limbaugh, who was a uh, apparently a, a Florida resident, died after battling uh, lung cancer, and uh, Governor DeSantis often called him a friend. It's not clear, however, when the flags will be lowered since the funeral plans for Limbaugh have not uh, yet been announced. The governor said, when there's things of this magnitude, once the date of internment for Rush is announced, we're going to be lowering the flags to half staff, DeSantis uh, said at a news conference in Palm Beach County. Of this magnitude? What the flaming fuck? Well, he's not a military guy. <laughs> well, precisely, Mr. Keynes. Your thought there, echoed by this rather well-put remark from the Florida Agriculture Commissioner, Nikki Freed, lowering to half-staff the flag of the United States of America is a sacred honor that pays respect to fallen heroes and patriots. It's not a partisan political tool. Therefore, I will notify all state offices under my direction to disregard the governor's forthcoming order to lower flags for Mr. Limbaugh because we will not celebrate hate speech, bigotry, and division, Freed said. Freed's direction, of course, only applies to state facilities under her authority, which includes uh, dozens of regional offices and uh, agricultural inspection stations. According to Florida State Protocol, flags should be flown at half-staff primarily for federal officials, members of Congress, prominent state officials, law enforcement officers, firefighters, and members of the armed forces from Florida. Yeah, and let's not forget the great public service he did, like when he once told a black caller to, quote, take that bone out of your nose and call me back. Brilliant. Yes, a true hero. A true actor, for sure. Remember, folks, this was the guy who used to do rock and roll radio. Just saying. It's why we must forever ponder the depths of the impenetrable, to seek the elusive wisdom of the buffoon, to ask the time-encrusted and somewhat stunctious question, What the fuck, Florida? Yes, and with that barking flamingo of destiny, we shall call it a show and uh, pack up our calculations and fomentations. Squeeze back here under the rotten avocado green linoleum, but not before thanking our contributor to the program, Nico Lane, for algorithmic excellence in uh, stager deployment, as well as the lovely and talented Bruce Miles. Thanks as well to the decibel counting wizardry of the Deacon of Dials, uh, Milt Keynes, for uh, technical assistance and so forth and so on. Oh, true slice. 
And uh, remember to watch for dinosaurs driving 73 Vegas. They'll chase you to hell and back, man. Or at least to the nearest Arby's. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, friends. And as always, uh, thanks to you for pushing play on this installment of the show. And uh, if you have not otherwise done so, uh, please subscribe, rate, or uh, review, or all of the above. It is greatly appreciated uh, wherever you have found this program, be it Apple Podcasts or Google or Amazon Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or the very unsug themselves at O-N-S-U-G. Big thanks to you, most graciously. And I have been your algorithmically enhanced for better flavor host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon. Phew.